Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Detroit Dart Talk. We have our favorite people in the studio today. We have Tim. I lost my chocobo. <laughs> Tom. How you doing, Tom? Isn't chocobo like a type of bird? Yes. Adam. Okay. Just and uh, we, we've got our, our newest member, Adam. How you doing, Adam? Did you say chocoho? And we've got Eric, who, uh, that's me, and I have no idea what they're talking about. Chocobo. Tim, you missed your opportunity or for the thing you were going to say, but are, are you going to save it for later? What did I miss? Uh, about about the, the level after oh. the one that you would be on right now. Save a water it. level? Yeah, usually, it's always a water level. It's always a water level. I mean, do you remember trying to swim on a Nintendo 64? Like Banjo-Kazooie, Clanker's Cavern, just so hard to get down to the bottom and get them jiggies and those, those radio notes. Music wow, notes. it's like you've played it recently that triggered so many memories for me. Uh, no, I'm just getting ready to play um, Mario 64 Remastered here on the Switch next oh. week. Or is it this Friday? I think we get it this Friday. So, you know. Did anybody uh, gotta, reserve gotta a, uh, a, a Oculus Quest 2 today? Oh, did they announce it? Uh, they're real? available for pre-order today. Hmm. Did they... Um, I'm not going to actually, but thank you for letting me know. Wow, five hundred bucks, six hundred bucks, five fifty, three hundred dollars for the for the, the firstborn. Better and cheaper. That sounds cool. But they haven't marked I down can't the wait. Uh, current ones yet, which is interesting. Yeah, just keep waiting for the next ones to come out until they're you know until VR is is outdated and nobody makes stuff for it anymore. Is the tethering better? Does Quest Quest has tethering, right? Or is the Quest the one that has doesn't have tethers? I think it's the one that's wireless. Well, it is, but I think you can wire it to your computer and play more graphics-intensive thing, if I remember correctly. It, yes, it, it will still have that, although apparently the processing chip in this thing, the specs on it are just, like, insane. Amazing. It's like it's, a It's jo- only 300 bucks. I it, don't, it's don't like know a what jolt. all that other stuff was. If but. the original Quest was a Jolt, the new one is a Nexus Pro. In terms Ooh. of power. Ooh. Ooh. That's I've pretty still cool. just got a vibe. That's just what I'm rocking. I'm, I really, really, really want to get into VR, and yet I still have not purchased the you system. I do too bad. I just don't have room for it. Yeah. You can get well, a I mean, one for cheap. And I'm going I'm going to go with the uh, HTC Vive. Well, they're and... supposed to start shipping in a month, so... For the Quest 2. Oh, wow. I bet you can pick up some used Quest 1s for pretty cheap in a month. That's pretty early for a pre-order, too. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Like a month ahead, that's impressive. I am so happy they're doing that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. uh, It it just makes it it so much better that you're not waiting. Like, you know, Cyberpunk 2077. I've I've been waiting for that game for a long time. Thousands of years. That still hasn't come out. Almost here. No, it comes out in November. Oh. Does it, though? You know what? They say they say they have promised that they are not pushing it back anymore. And in, in their recent uh, their recent conference with uh, investors, yes, Tim. You still didn't wait as long as we did for Kingdom Hearts three. No. And hopefully, it's not as disappointing as Kingdom Hearts three. I know. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> oh man! And uh, I'm just gonna do a quick thing, Adam. Do you see the new uh, Nissan Z prototype? Yes, came out today? I gagged it first and then i looked at it more and more and i have decided that i like it i like it i do and that's enough car talk because we are here in a nerf podcast that's right uh, or dart talk. 
<laughs> a dart talk. I'm sorry, we're not a nerve podcast. We're a dart podcast. That's right. <laughs> Only, Only dart darts. Twenty all the time. So what's we your actually uh, we talk. We're, we are competitive in the bar bar sport of darts. Yeah, I wonder how Ooh. many people come here looking for the bar sport of darts. Oh, I hope. I hope a lot. That should be the April Fool's episode. Oh my gosh! It's yeah. like everybody takes like twenty minutes to like read up, become an internet expert on like darts or dodge darts, and then just. Would you say that you're a viper diamond uh, type of person or a unicorn steel? Which you just uh, looked up brands of darts, didn't you? Perhaps a, cent- <laughs> a centaur steel is actually more your speed, which you know yeah, I've been I've been going it. back and forth the the weight the weight balance on them. I'm really leaning towards the centaur, half man, half dart. It's really impressive, honestly. So, but you know what else is impressive? I'm really impressed by the JSPB Cyber Ninja because it's just an over-engineered, complicated piece of equipment. And our very own Adam is getting one. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about it? Tell our listeners about it. Ah, that segue was so smooth. Don't oh, talk man. about the segue. Oh, <laughs> so good we are not going down uh, yeah. that rabbit hole again i i found out about it and then uh <laughs> the segue rabbit hole uh i found out about it and then i just started looking at it and i had never heard of jspb before but they have been a thing for a number of years i understand anyways uh it's really cool the plunger tube is on the top and the barrel is on the bottom it has an integrated string scar as well as using uh like an air vortex to spin the darts it's got an oil port that oils the entire system from one place it's hand mag and handle short okay that's just the thing that gets me you have to do an oil change on your blaster i can't i can't let you just like uh, yeah yeah i wasn't gonna let you get past that either so when you say oil (laughs) are you talking like that's what like motor oil like 5w30 (laughs) Well, is, yeah, is this what, what lubricates the plunger tube and whatnot? Yes, it what lubric what lubricates all of the things. I think it's designed primarily to lubricate like the plunger tube area, and then that like pushes the oil into the other parts of the system. Lubricate because like there's 3D printed like channels and turnarounds similar to uh, links have O-rings, and I think the idea is that it keeps all those uh, slipped oh. up. Oh. Because they're probably hard to um, get to to maintenance, aren't they? Yeah. So I watched Walcom's video, and I think it legitimately took him four to four and a half hours to put it together, which is a long time for a pistol. Um, That's absurd. So, is it really yeah, classified I, as a pistol, though? I mean, it looks like a subcompact primary. I mean, I mean, that plunger tube is not going to get you a whole lot. No. Okay. Some. Yeah, I think it out of the box, it's like 110 to 120 with the scar and all that stuff, uh, which is, is plenty serviceable. And um, because it's JSPB, I do have to ask, is, does it take talons or is it, a, is it RSCB? It, or? it takes talon mags. Okay. And it's talon only, right? Backwards. What? You mentioned something about that. Yeah, so because you... you the talon is like the USB port of the Nerf world, and you have like a greater than fifty percent chance of putting the darts in backwards. Now, are you, uh, are you saying looking. are you saying that you have to? The catch is on the other side. Ha 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 ha! So you have to load your talons backwards. Yes. Now, all right. So uh, that's interesting. I'm not opposed uh, yep. to that in general. However, 
it then completely negates the ability to then pull a secondary like a spamf and then use your mags in that secondary. It doesn't negate it. It just makes it not work. You, you can shoot darts out backwards. and. Uh... So if I were to carry this, which I plan on doing, um, oh, um, I, I'll probably end up printing flush mags with it to make the... Because the form factor is like really why you get it, right? Because it's like like the whole blaster is basically like three talon widths long, basically, which is it's really really short. Uh, and and I'll I'll let you guys mess with it if I ever get it. So it'll probably be here in like a month or more time. So I don't know. I thought it was cool. Uh, he won't give me the STLs, which is a bummer, but um, whatever. Yeah, it is a bummer. I get that he's trying to protect his, uh, his IP. I just I, I like it when you're when paying customers are provided the STLs. Yeah, a nice thing. Um, um, one last thing about it is uh, it's got a cavity that you can fill with sand in the front of it, and I believe that's like a mass damper type of system. To like like a dead blow hammer has sand in it. I think that's to help something something vibration something something cushion uh, plunger tube. Or like plunger impact. Oh. So I just pulled up a picture. Of it. Oh, I, th- I thought it was just a way to store all your sand. Mm-hmm. Does it Maybe. come with sand, or do you have to buy sand? No, it does not come with sand. So you gotta you buy how, sand. You realize how big a bag of sand is when you go to buy sand at the hardware store, for example. You'll have a lot of excess sand. Just go to the park. You're just gonna. You're better off stealing it from the local playground. Uh, so now they want you to steal from children with <laughs> your bespoke children's toy. Um. Well, if you're already there, plus I'm sure that the performance it really requires a uh, requires a tuned mass damper. Also, it's it's his design aesthetic is hilarious because he has the exact same plunger tube system on every blaster. I feel like I'm I'm looking at the pictures of it and the um, the plunger tube area is exactly the same as the urban ops and the, the golden thing that came out afterwards yeah that's that's the shtick i think Wh- um, what yeah, is it's elegant reuse what is the urban ops v2 is it seriously two blasters in one? Oh yeah they have a he, he had an optional set of files where you could put like um self-priming hooks where you'd essentially like take the priming handles hook them together and pull both blasters apart and that was how you prime them like a master key jolt perfect what? Look at the look at the, the picture I just put in the green room. Copy that. Oh yeah, that yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's exactly the same. You can see how the the back and the bottom there they they're the exact same plunger tube assembly. Yeah. Um, with different different little fiddly bits thrown on there. Fiddly bits. That's not the one I was thinking of specifically. Um, when I said the thing that I was going to say. Plus, also note how this goes up to a a, a um, RCSB barrel on the top. So that's kind of cool. Mm. Um, so one of the things that sold me other than, uh, the walrus gushing in his video about this thing, uh, was his Instagram, like actually does like a bunch of really abusive testing. Like he's got slow-mos of him dropping the blaster, seeing what breaks, and then like designing a little part that is serving as a bumper to help cushion what, what could possibly break. He like throws it in like a giant puddle of mud. And then like rubs it in, and then shoots it. Uh, runs it over with his like motorcycle or scooter or something. Um, so it's Sounds like you don't, you don't see that kind of testing a lot. Like you see people that just like th- there's some people that release designs that don't even really test them. Like ah, here it is. Uh, he, 
here's the the PLA slop trough. Come lap it up. <laughs> PLA slop trough. Oh, like, give it a licky loo. See where what it does. I, I mean, th that's that's Thingiverse, right? It's like generally a giant slop trough with the occasional good bit. By yeah. the way, I would like to point out that because you load the mags backwards, he has like a, a sticker that you can get with it to tell you which direction to put the magazine. In. <laughs> you know what else is really cool about that? Uh, if you find the video of him throwing it in the mud, um, it, when he when he fires it, you can actually see the the uh, water, uh, like the water shooting out of the barrel. It's really cool. Actually, we were playing a game um, in a very light, I think it was a very light rain uh, here in Greenville a while back, and I was just having such a fun time with my spamp, uh, because it, <laughs> as if you couldn't guess why, but it would shoot uh, clouds of water out every time you fired it, just like the, the water vapor would go out the end. Very cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's the Cyber Ninja. I don't know. Pretty excited about it. I'm more hyped for uh, the most hyped I've ever been for a 100 FPS blaster, I think. <laughs> Now, what's the just, little? Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of weird stuff. What's the little stock-looking doohickey on the back? Because I see in the in the parts blowout that it's got springs on it. Checking. Hold on, let me let me see what you're. Uh, so that the priming handle is what's in the back, and then what's uh... below that is like a wrist rest thing. Okay. I think that's optional. It's for the uh, the immense kickback that you need the sand mass damper for. Tremendous. Helps control it. And the, the slot in the priming handle is for, like, a lanyard, so you can do a shoulder prime, like a one-handed prime. Oh, uh, okay. Maximum tacticals. I, I, I have a tactics. comment there, but I'll keep it to myself. Verona what? Verona who? Did <laughs> he print Slopdroff? <laughs> you leave the birthday oh. boy alone. Oh, it is. It, he is a, it, it is birthday. It is his birthday today. Happy Slug Day. It's coming up. Oh, he's uh, he is today. Today's his birthday. Yes. I hope he's enjoying his giant anime titties. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, quite a solid meme that somebody came up with. I mean, he said that. <laughs> he he yeah. did, and yeah, and and then somebody did like a Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but it was like slug in the car with like a waifu in the passenger seat or something. It was, it was great. Uh, absolutely not what I expected, but hilarious nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, he did it to himself. So where's your Aeon Pro, Adam? My Aeon Pro is about 12 inches away from my face, so I can smell its Canadian goodness. Well, I think this is what the people want to hear about. This is what they came for. You want to get to it? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, why don't, why don't you why don't you start unboxing your Aeon Pro while we talk about the Sobek 2.0, which I know almost nothing about. Then how are you going to talk about it? I, well, you're going to talk about it. <laughs> uh, I know as much as you do. I'm I'm not a huge fan of it from what I've seen so far. Well, I, I think we should have the designer on to tell us more about it in the yeah, future. Then. Yeah, I'm all for I having think... him on, but I'm just voicing my critique of it. Dang, Tom. That's, that's I mean, the spring, the, the spring Thunder isn't... I'm not a huge fan of the Spring Thunder either. So Yeah, the, the Spring Savage. Thunder is a lot of fun, but it's... It's fun. I give yeah. them that. They're fun. But yeah. get a magazine. Grow up. Well, oh, it does have a magazine that's just inline. Tom, you are you are a pro level nerfer, is what I'm hearing, and you will settle yeah. for no gimmicks. Not you, hey, not a single know, gimmick. You could say I'm a next level nerfer. Oh, but I, I think that you might have uh, some lawyers knocking on your door. Uh, and no, because uh, I'm not. I'm not a. I didn't try to sell it as a brand. <laughs> actually they would uh, knock on your door they would just send you a cease and desist but you know yeah because uh marketing is a brand it's illegal yeah, yeah, it's violating yeah. copyright 
Implying that you were associated with a property that you have no association with, yes. But, well, now he's something else, so move, <laughs> moving along from that. The uh, the life of a nerf man, I didn't realize how much drama there was in nerf. I mean, we don't we don't need to get into the drama, but man, if, if you're listening to this and, and uh, you don't know, good that you don't know, because it's stupid. It's stupid. There's just too much of it going around all the time. Anyways... Um, speaking of, uh, speaking of, I was about to segue, I, I'm still going to do it anyways, but, uh, about proton packs, Segways. Um, speaking, speaking of proton packs, the, uh, the Pippin pack, uh, round two is going out right now, um, to Patreons for FDL, which that's pretty cool. New colors, all new options, things like that. Um, Jesse posted a really cool image of the undressed Pippin packs the other day where they were, you know, circuit boards all soldered up, which I, I thought was very pretty looked quite nice um but out of dart seems to be inching closer and closer to their solution i i think they showed off a proton adapter according to my notes um have you guys seen that uh yeah, yeah i saw part of that i don't know i don't know much about it like what is what's going on there so it, it as far as i could tell it's um a set of adapters that will go into pretty much any rival blaster to get it ready for proton pack use really yeah now That's- i don't know if the files that or the images that were shown are going to be indicative of the actual part quality because they looked insanely good prints um next level even (laughs) i i I have a hard time believing that he would take the time to do prints that nice and i have some of his prints and they're they're nice but uh they looked really unsustainably nice yes thank you that's it yes if I remember correctly, it was also Galaxy Black Filament, what it looks like, which is good at covering up imperfections, uh, if, I, if I do say. We're talking about the Percy's Hopper, right? It's a it's a feeder that goes into a Percy's, and, and yes, it does look quite nice. So I think he's done pretty much everything but the Nemesis and Prometheus at this point. Right, so so out of darts, they're going to have a... Uh, Adapters are already complete for a Chaos, a Perseus, a Zeus, a Jupiter, a Hera, and any blaster with a Magwell. So that's an interesting one. That's like a, a modern The Apollo. Thing. Oh, right on. Hell yeah. 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 A Rival Hell yeah. Magwell. Hell yeah. Apollo Proton Pack. That's what's up. <laughs> Only a pro-level hey, nerfer like Tom could Tom's run that. that Luke said he would not send me a Proton Pack purely because I'd put, in, put it in an Apollo. <laughs> Yeah, he, apparently he's working on a Nemesis and possibly a Prometheus, um, which is quite interesting. I, I don't know. It if just it's seems kind of unnecessary to me. But it's it's cool to have the options. I mean, you yeah. can get it. You can get it for anything. I really would enjoy an Apollo with a proton pack. It would be just the coolest exactly. thing ever. You just never. You just need something that's pump action, but you never run out of ammo, right? That's the dream. I'm glad to see Eric sees where I'm coming from, at least. I think I honestly think it would be so much fun. I think it would just be annoying, though, because you'd constantly have all the balls jiggling around in your back, like one of those little push-and-play caterpillar toys that you see kids pushing around, just like, pop, 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 pop. Eric, you're using an Apollo. People aren't, you aren't allowed to get annoyed with things. <laughs> you just hear them coming, just like, is that a vacuum cleaner? No, that's Tom. <laughs> Jokes on them, it is a vacuum cleaner. Can't get a proton pack. Why has no one thought about putting a proton pack in reverse? I don't. I don't know if it does go in reverse. Do it just goes suck in reverse balls? if you try hard enough. It just wouldn't work. But yeah, could be um, the next. Could be the next stage. So it's open. 
I pulled it out of its its packaging. Tell me more. Tell me does more. It, does it smell like any particular... It, it smells faintly of, like, moose musk and Tim Hortons. Oh my gosh, like, what about good? A, hint of, a hint of maple? Uh, a hint of maple, yeah. Ah, yes. Um, so, the prime, uh, like people say, is stiff. It's, it's, it's no joke for a top prime blaster. Also, uh, it locks forward, and it locked forward approximately two or three shots, and then the forward locking mechanism just definitely just failed. So, nice. Wait, and your your brand new one? Yeah, yeah it, it broke in about uh, three three attempts. <laughs> nice. Um, Love it. That that being said, uh, the forward lock on the top prime, I could care less about. I was probably going to pull it out anyways. So. Tim hooked me up with uh, this guy in Toronto, uh, Jeff Blue, who ultra nice guy, like most Canadians, uh, <laughs> and he happened to find an Aeon Pro, uh, may- maybe found a couple of them, and offered to ship it to me across the border um, something like three weeks before the official U.S. release. Hey, Eric, um, uh, Jeff was a member of the Dart Vaders at the 3v3. Yeah, didn't we didn't we talk about that last time? Or but yeah, he was the dart. He was with the Dart Vaders. Yeah. We weren't sure what team he was on. Right, right. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's another great name. They were also Dat Dart Dads, or was that a different group? Th- that was a different group. Ah, okay, okay. But yeah, Jeff, super nice Canadian man. Now uh, uh, a Nerf smuggler. You know. What makes it's it sh- even it's a shame funnier. how far he's fallen? <laughs> what makes it even funnier is he's. <laughs> I was like, don't, don't say that. Um, so long story short, uh, Jeff was kind enough to send this to me. And um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much everything I expected it to be. The prime is uh, definitely stiff. Uh, and the the forward lock mechanism after a prime uh, definitely broke after a few primes. And after a few more, it has magically fixed itself. Um, so now it is once again locking forward. Uh, I just let me let me shoot it over the chrono a few times here. Uh, 153, 152, 161, 151, 151 again, uh, 159. I mean it, it's it's Aeon performance, like it's uh, it's Nexus performance. Uh, which is really nice for for this this kind of form factor, considering it's about like you you take the nexus, you lop the stock and buffer tube off, and then you trim about probably three and a half or four inches off the front, and it, that's an Aeon Pro right there. Like that's it. Um, so for twenty five bucks, uh, this thing is going to be flying off the shelves. Um, I can't believe it's twenty five bucks. I mean, yeah, that's, that's awesome. ridiculous. So. It- um, what do you think? How, how well is it going to holster? It looks really difficult to holster. I'm not going to lie. I, I agree. Like to you, Adam. Yeah. But I don't uh, have one in hand, so. Just by judging, I think you can do it, uh, honestly. And I think if you had a hard holster, um, like maybe I'm sure like 3D printed solids going to come out with something. I mean, the thing is, it's it's a chonker. There's kind of a lot of plastic here, so the holster is going to have to be pretty big. Um, maybe a strife holster would work for it. So um, Blaster Parts has what they call their MX holster, 
which fits Kronos's and Strife's and blasters of that size. I'm, I'm wondering if this will fit there. The biggest thing is that the barrels may be four inches long, and then you have, like, the magwell, right? So uh, the whole thing is, let's see, o- overall length of the blaster, not including the tip, is 14 and a half inches long. You've got five inches before it's all magwell. Uh, so realistically, like, a, th- a third of the blaster is barrel, and that's going to be probably your primary retention point in a holster, right? Now, um, is the... But- is the barrel tip the same one from the Nexus Pro? It appears to be, and I have my Nexus right here, and it 100% is. So then uh, which means the Aeon will take the worker, worker scarf. scarf. Nice. So I'm looking right yep. now at uh, some earlier concept art um, on Reddit, and it had a much more standard barrel, not even a lug, just like a kind of like a suppressor type looking thing in this earlier concept art. Yeah, I think that um, Actually, the, that the might even US be... Walmart website has the same render. Yeah, I'll throw this into a green room. It's interesting. I think this one is an act. Yeah, no, that's probably a render too. Yeah, so that's what I, I see from, I think the Walmart uh, the U.S. Walmart listing was recently updated, and it's it's really exactly the same, except for the tip is different. There's like uh, s- something to notice, um, unless it's mirrored, which it's not, is that there are no screw holes uh, in that render on the blaster, and oh. there are indeed screw holes to put it together. So that's a good identifier, right? Yeah. But that's um, some tricky, tricky right there, isn't it? Looks looks sexier without the screw holes. So, right. But. I also wonder if the designers just start with that outer shape and then work the screw holes in afterwards. So maybe like they took that model from a, you know, pre-manufacturability stage. Like I I've never designed anything for injection molding. It's so probably, I'd, I'd love to know what that process flow I, is like. I would not be surprised if it's a matter of okay, this is how we want the blaster look. Now where do we have to put screw holes to support it properly? Yeah, I, I could totally see that. Um, I mean, there's a there's a whole thing with injection molding designers where they have to figure out, you know, thicknesses and webs and all kinds of that stuff. And, and you really need a specialized designer. So I figure somebody's got to take that initial design and then tweak it for manufacturing. Just a guess, though. I don't really know. Yeah, so uh, with the worker scar in it, uh, I I didn't notice basically any FPS loss. Uh, they were still really? all like about 160 FPS. Uh, I don't have a like a string scar to try in it right now, um, but I, I will at some point uh, just to see how that goes. Uh, I mean, if we could have a recommendation, I guess it would be uh, go out and buy one of these for 25 bucks because it's all the performance of the Nexus Pro. Um, and literally half the price. Now, so uh, I think it's going to be more of a casual mini primary than a sidearm. So one of the things that just, the, just due to the size. One of the things the Nexus has going for it is the ease of pulling out the stock spring. Is is there any? How hard do you is do you have to disassemble the blaster to get to this one? Yeah, you definitely have to disassemble the blaster to get to this one. I know some people are going to be trying to develop stock points and stuff. Uh, there's really not a whole lot on the back uh, that you can 
latch on to to put a stock point. Um, there's not like a whole lot of like from the pictures. There's not really a whole lot of deep grooves uh, or you know big things to be able to clamshell something onto. So I think it's going to be pretty difficult to put a stock point on without gluing something uh, in. Um, but your pump kit's looking really promising. The pump I'm kit, I've I've already got it. I've already got ideas. It's it's going to happen, whether or I, not I... it wants it to or not. I cannot wait to see because it's like I, I do dig that rail on the top. Um, there's the, there's that little bit of oddball Picatinny, um, and and I'm not Weaver. well versed in it's Weaver. I'm not well versed in uh, <laughs> what just happened. It's that Picatinny. It's Weaver. <laughs> I'm not I'm not well versed in real firearms, but I saw someone had put a a, a red dot sight at the front of some of a blaster, and someone proceeded to then say, "You're stupid for doing this." It, it you know, makes it inaccurate. I don't know. They they just said you're stupid and left it at that. Is there really an issue with putting us an optic, you know, towards the front of your pistol? If not, it's a hol- if it's a, like of. a holographic optic? Yeah, no, no. Honestly, not not that I know of. Uh, I mean, your sight picture is going to be like more uh, precluded. I don't I don't know what the right word is. I mean, it's it's farther away. The window at which you're viewing the optic is farther away, but. Like it, in real steel land, like if you look at uh, some firearms that have Picatinny's farther out, like not AR platform, but uh, I feel like some, maybe some like lever actions or shotguns or stuff like that, uh, you'll see people put an optic farther out on the front. Um, no, it's I don't I don't think that's an issue to be honest. Like the sights, the sights on it are kind of eh. Like it, it really just reminds me of a a big spamp. Like it's it's a big spamp. It's a chunky spamp, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's a got that full spamp. length mag. I mean, it's it's a it's full a, length magwell, which is just nuts. It's a champ. It's a champ. champ. Ch- chunky spamp. Uh, oh champ. no! Oh, I said it's a big spamp, and uh, I have one of my spamps with the super kit on it, and it's it's only half an inch bigger than a spamp with my kit on it. <laughs> Or just a spamp in general. Like if you have the Wait, shortest really? possible spamp, the shortest possible spamp is twelve and a half inches. Uh, the shortest possible Aeon Pro is fourteen and a half inches. So it's two inches. But if you add like the extended barrel tip and stuff, I have uh, that makes a spamp with the super kit fourteen inches. Wow. Do, all right. So check out this. Somebody's already done like a full paint job on one. Check this out. Did I did see that? Um, it, it, they painted it blue and they already shoved a brass barrel in it, right? DJ Mobility is the user? Yep, yeah, that's the one. Um, I like a, it. That's gorgeous. I, I think the blue looks great on there. Um, since then, I, I saw on Nerf Modder's Welcome that he, he... That's the one with the sight in the front. Yeah, like that. Um, somebody was complaining about that being non-functional or whatever. Well, I mean, where else um, would you put it? You have to put it there. If you put it know. on, If you put it on the slide, you're grabbing it to prime. If you put it behind the slide, then the well, slide will hit it. I mean, the Picatinny is probably just decorative but still it seems like it'd be fine it's good enough for nerf you know it's good enough for nerf i'm hey, really just it, i'm just not a big fan of the form factor of the aeon it looks a bit awkward I yeah think. it looks a bit it looks a bit big to be a secondary and a bit too small to be primary it needs a pump kit mm-hmm. yeah if it had a pump kit and you were doing like a lot of maybe like close quarters stuff uh and you didn't really want or need a stock i think honestly it would be ideal there's also going to be the weirdos um that are going to want like a poor man's piranha. I mean, um, so it's like a slide that has a sling point that you can use to prime off your shoulder. I think there'll there'll be a want for that. But how would how would the slide come back forward then? 
Uh, probably a spring and a kit or just okay. You know, sling it forward or something. So you were talking about um, the lack of stock. I mean, if you think about talon claws, there are quite a few people who run talon claws without a stock, me included. I mean, you yeah, put I a, think the main thing is is pump, right? Yeah, you put a pump crip kit on the Aon, and it's essentially the same four factor as my talon claw, and it's hitting about the same. Is the talon claw obsolete? That's the question. <sighs> oh man! Sur- survey says yes. After the Nexus Pro came out, I mean, there is a there. It is pre- a talon claw is prettier in my opinion. I think it's it's a nicer looking platform and it's much more customizable but uh yeah it's a it's a tough one does anybody know what the highest a talon claw can hit is off the top of their head i mean um i've i've seen a few recently well at least one or two uh reportedly that are in the the over 250 range uh, whoa that's a lot mine hit 200 with a very stiff prime. Okay. Um, I mean, that be there's a lot to be said with like barrel tuning and like dry Teflon spray and like the right darts and no scar oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I do know that uh, speaking of FPS and compact packages, um, Valor built a Lynx that hits 300 <laughs> plus FPS. What? Yeah, I saw that. I was like, Holy... what? Yeah, 300 plus with a scar. Um, boy, that is, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I love that. And it's also because you, you, when you look at a links like that, you can just shove the longest barrel ever into it without it being stupid long. I mean, an 18 inch barrel is natural looking on that links. You think about a caliburn with an 18 inch barrel, it's a freaking it's a sword. You know, you're sticking, sticking a sword out the end of anything that you're playing with or an, a core and a core auger, my terms, <laughs> core sampler. Yeah. Core sampler. Sorry, core sampler. Yeah, if they, if they get close enough, you just pull a core sample, and they'll definitely be out. Caliburn. It's like the people who put a the, like the three-foot-long barrel on a Caliburn, a piece of brass that's three-foot-long. I don't know if you've ever seen that. It looks so ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It, it also wigs me out that people have, like, a brass that long out there, and, like, that, that K&S brass is, like, 014 wall. Like, it's really, really thin. So it's like, dude, if you look at it wrong, you're going to put a dent in it or you're going to taco that barrel. Like, what are you doing? Chance. No um, chance. I'm not, not doing anything with that. Um, I always think it's like if you have brass, it needs to be covered. Gots yeah. to be. Gots to be. Oh, man, absolutely. Okay. Well, unless unless there's any other topics you guys want to cover real quick. <clears throat> did, did we want to talk any more about the Sobek or uh, we just wanted to leave it until we can uh, have him on? I'd say let's get the designer on it. Too, yeah, see what absolutely. He has to say. I'm excited about it, but I also I have a Spring Thunder. It's your, it's your next level Spring Thunder. Hey, what's what's this about the uh, MHP lever action moving to beta? They're actually at a point where oh, they're ready yeah, to Oh, yeah, I didn't see testing. that at all. That's a good point. So uh, I have talked with the Heathy Pants uh, somewhat recently, and uh, I understand that uh, he's partnered with GDOP, uh, Harrison Liu, to make this thing, and I understand that... Uh, Finally, I believe Harrison's um, building one or a few. I don't know. Um, but for the longest time, it's been MHP just testing it on his own, uh, taking it to wars and stuff. He said he hasn't used anything else as a primary for a year, and it's finally ready uh, for more testing. So 
maybe beta's not right. I don't know anybody else who has it. Uh, so I'd, I'd, I'd think that it'd go to GDAP first, and then uh, he'd make some hardware kits, uh, get his production right, uh, and then maybe those hardware kits would go out to people to test. So uh, maybe we can call it an alpha, but uh, he's been working on it for over a year now. So uh, I understand that uh, it can hit 200 FPS, uh, uses Flypoint shells, uh, and he said it's a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm excited about it too, because I, I do like the Flypoint, so... Yeah, the fly point's cool. I, I think it's a gimmick blaster, right? But it's very cool. Oh, it's horrifically a gimmick. <laughs> but as Tim can attest, it's a cool gimmick. Yes, very much. Anybody working on anything fun recently? Uh, just repainting that blaster. Was that the Straven or the um, the one with the body kit? Strybolt. Strybolt, right. The Straven is John's. Okay. So... I, uh... So, how was the uh, the putty job? I, I we got to see a look at the internals. Uh, of your it's not tribal. terrible. It's mostly liquid epoxy. Oh, that sounds expensive. <laughs> yeah, may have been all he had, or or all he felt comfortable working with. I mean, if it gave a good result, then I guess you know, good job. I mean, um, it's it's definitely interesting. I wouldn't have done it that way myself, but I mean, this is from the guy who cut off the screw the uh the motor screw post right so you can't even mount yeah. the cage yeah so what did you end up doing there uh so i think i might i might just scrap some another blaster and get them out of there but i do have some uh points designed so i could i might try printing those out to see how it goes you, I'm you just... were learning a little bit of tinkercad you were cursing fusion 360 right yeah fusion so... 360 sucks to begin with <laughs> i mean i agree but for different reasons <laughs> But yeah, that should be done hopefully soon. I need to order the cage for it, but it's it's underway. What are you doing, an Aurora? Oh, you're getting an Aurora cage, right? Yeah, I'm gonna do an Aurora cage with Institutano wheels. That'll be fun. So th that's like a uh, HVZ blaster then. Yeah, yeah. I want it. I want it to be an HVZ blaster. I think that would actually be pretty cool. It's a little bit of a show-offy kind of blaster. Those integration blasters are always attention grabbers. Yeah, and I'm painting half of it. So like the uh. The outside of it's still gonna look like the, like Punisher aesthetic that I already had, but on the other side I'm gonna do like more my my usual speed, more like just bright color. Cool. Yeah, yeah. so it should be nice. I master keyed a, um, uh, what's it called? What's the little trilogy shell pistol? Shell strike. Shell strike. I master keyed a shell strike onto a long strike barrel for my. Uh, uh, you know, you had been talking about that Raven. for a while. I remember that was a so long-in-the-works kind of project. I originally wanted to do with a rough cut, so it would basically look exactly like um, Johnny B. Good. Um, uh, why can't I think of his real name? Anyways, uh, from Blaster Corps. He has those couple of ravens with Master Keyed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Those are cool. So that's what originally what I was going for, and then... I got a little overzealous when I was cutting the handle off of the rough cut. And right about that time was uh, when the the shell strike came out. And I was like, that would be perfect. So I traded one for Matt. And, uh, like, if you cut at the, um, the, the two shell holder below, if you cut where it starts to skeletonize and just go straight back into the handle and make one flat level line, it becomes perfectly level and you're not hitting any of the internals. So then, uh, honestly, all I did was I took the um, nerf rail to nerf rail adapter that I had printed for the rough cut and epoxied that in place 
in the remains oh, of sweet. the uh, yeah. the shell. Yeah, it it was almost friction fit. I almost didn't have to. Um, you got to throw it up in the pictures, man. Got to see it. Sounds really cool. I, I posted it in show off. I thought. Let me see. Wait, really? Yeah. I'm gonna scroll back. Uh, let me see here. But anyways, um, I have not worked on anything, so there's that. <laughs> You've been working on your, uh, Adam your is, podcast room. Yeah, actually, that's very much the case. In fact, I'm concerned we're supposed to have a delivery of flooring today, and it's already 6.42. So, what the heck, man? Rut row. Yeah, rut row, indeed. Um, well, shoot, I'm, I don't see your, your picture. Maybe it's, like, way, way up here. Uh, you know what? Maybe I didn't post it once I actually epoxied it in place, but I, like, staged it and took a picture. Um, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, I got the uh, the microphone and the zoom out here, getting that going. Um, yeah, are you actually yeah. going through the I zoom have... right now? No, no, I'm I'm not. I'm using the old, I'm using the the headset uh, method right now. There it is. Oh wow, I posted it back on the second. Um, here, copy image preview, and I'll throw that up in the green room. But yeah, so um, I think uh, we want to do any shout outs. Um, Adam, Tom, you guys have anybody you want to shout out? I know Adam has a shout out. You're my boy, Blue. And <laughs> uh, do I have anyone to shout out? I don't know if I do. Yeah, I, I haven't been uh, I haven't been doing a whole lot at this uh, exact moment. Um, I'll shout out my buddy Chris. So. Um, he hooked me up with something that I'm not actually going to go into any more detail today because I think we're going to have a breakout segment in the next episode um, with the person that this thing is for doing an unboxing so i'll leave that at that and uh leave you guys thinking until the next episode goes live very cool but thank you chris for hooking me up a project 18 months in the making two babies worth yeah <laughs> i've been trying to get this project you measure done. your projects and babies <laughs> i've been trying to get this project done for that long that's awesome yeah <laughs> okay well uh another action-packed episode of Detroit Dart Talk unfortunately has to come to an end at this point. But don't worry, we'll be back next week with new content and uh, new shenanigans. As always, this has been Eric. For Tim, Tom, and Adam, we will see you on the next episode. Take care, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>